Blog Talk Radio. to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, June 30th. Thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. Um, if you have a comment or a question, please make sure you give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914-803-4399. Now I'm going to turn it over to Denise. Good evening, everyone, and once again, welcome to the show. We want to say thank you uh, to all of our listeners who join us Sunday after Sunday for this show, but also all of our listeners around the world who join us uh, when we have a show and even when we don't have a show. Uh, we thank you guys for checking us out on our uh, archive shows. So thank you all once again, but we want to give a special shout-out to our listeners, of course, here in the U.S., but also our listeners in the U.K. who always support us, our listeners um, in Australia as well as Ireland, Spain, and many parts of the Caribbean who have joined us this past week. So thank you guys uh, once again for joining us. I just have one uh, one thing briefly as far as beauty news goes. Uh, the Powder Group is sponsoring a one-on-one career coaching with Michael Javellis. Um I won't give you all the details, uh, but you can definitely go to uh, thepowdergroup.com. Uh, for more information on that. But, again, it's one-on-one coaching with Michael DeVellis. Um, and basically what you're um, – uh, basically what they're saying what you need a one-on-one for is basically to get you more work, um, to strengthen your relationship and industry contacts, uh, to give you a branding review, feedback and input, uh, social media review, and directional feedback what's right and what needs work focused uh, for any area of your business, getting yourself out of a place where you feel stuck, um, website portfolio and image review, uh, general business development and marketing planning, creating greater visibility for your work, how to connect to and get work from new clients, making a bigger impact in your industry, uh, finding great photographers and other business partners to work with, business plan development, having an outside industry-aware perspective on your business, and literally anything else you can possibly think of. Um, Michael's here to help you in a one-on-one session, one-on-one coaching session. Um, They have three options um, available for the Powder Group Pro members. Uh, One-time session is $200 for 90 minutes. Monthly sessions are $140 for 60 minutes. And... um, and that's on a monthly basis for a minimum of six months. 
And then the annual coaching sessions are $120 for 60 minutes. And, again, that's for a 12-month session. So for more information, you can go to thepowdergroup.com. And for more information on who Michael DeVellis is, if you don't know, um, again, you can go to thepowdergroup.com. Okay. And then I just had a quick um, a quick message. It may be a little too late if you um, are in the U.K. because – they're like, what, five hours ahead of us? But yes. you have to register by midnight. Um, it's the SMP and PMU boot camps. Um, this, it's for trained, um, if you're a trained SMP or SMPMU um, artist wishing to refine your skills or wanting to try something new, this is a master class just for you. And it's in association with Finishing Touches. It's a two-day event with a mix of micropigmentation artists from across the globe specializing in scalp micropigmentation, semi-permanent makeup, and microblading, and more. The SMP Boot Camp will take place on Sunday, um, September 29th, and the PMU Boot Camp will follow on Monday, September 30th, at the renowned Olympia London. This exciting event will be hosted by Olympia Beauty in association with Finishing Touches, who have made an enormous contribution to the world of micropigmentation over the last 20 years, and as a result, they are now a leading global product supplier and provider of education. Each day will include um, six 45-minute talks, an expert panel for Q&A, and one live demonstration by an international superstar. And they have like a list of um, people who will be speaking, and I'll just, I won't mention those, but... um, Breakfast and lunch will be provided for all delegates, and it will be a full-day event with the opportunity to take in the exhibition with a glass of bubbles at the end of the event. Um, their host for two-day, um, our host for the two-day event will be CEO Don Forshaw of Finishing Touches, um, so he'll be the host. And if you're interested, again, you have to register by midnight tonight. That's UK time. So like I said, it may be a little too late, but... If you're interested, you can um, you can go to you can email rather Laura dot Tarling T A R L I N G at OlympiaBeauty dot co dot uk um, for more information. Again, it may be a little too late if you're in the UK listening to this, but if you're interested, just send her a message and see if you can uh, can get you know get a spot in the um, in the boot camp. All right, so that's all I have for the beauty news, but we want to bring on our guest for tonight, the lovely costume designer, Ms. Stacy Beverly. Thank you, Stacy, for joining us. Thank you for having me. And happy birthday, even though I know it was last week. Yes, thank you so much. I'm uh, 27 to, um, last week, 27. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I try to tell my sister that's our age, but she won't go yes. for it. Because <laughs> you guys have to agree. Right, you know, exactly. You have right. to agree. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on the show. and. Um, just listening to, you know, your whole intro, it's just sounds like you guys are giving, like, a, some good information. It's informative, educational, and entertaining. 
We try. We try. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank the you for two having of us me. together is entertaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, double trouble. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. The Wonder Twins, the amazing, <laughs> yep. you know, and illustrious makeup artist that you are and beauty experts. We appreciate keep you. Keep it coming. I'm loving this. Oh, keep yes. it coming. <laughs> I'm just speaking the truth. I'm just speaking the truth. <laughs> well, we want to talk tonight about how wonderful you are and this wonderful career oh. that you have going on. Um, so could you introduce yourself to our listening audience and tell us a little bit about what inspired you to uh, to work in the entertainment business? And then what's your what's your fascination or um, your love for costumes? How did that all start? Hmm, that's a very good question. Um, actually, let's see, I started out uh, at the Fashion Institute, um, FIBM downtown um, Los Angeles, and I studied um, costume design and merchandise marketing. And, um, I, you know, I just I didn't even know that this career actually existed. Um, I just used to watch a lot of television and just did a lot of hemming and hawing and wondering, you know, what was going on there, but I never really knew. But once I enrolled into um, FITM, then I started to explore and study and meet people, and um, I, I discovered, you know, what was going on in uh, the entertainment world and fashion land, and um, I started networking and, and meeting people and doing research and delving into, you know, how I could make the most of uh, my education and my talent and um, just started exploring. I actually started out as a PA, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I started interning and started working as a PA. And um, that's how, you know, I got my little foundation and I was able to see how um, every department operated in um, entertainment and, you know, some amazing people kind of took me under their wing and showed me all of, you know, the tricks of the trade and introduced me to people. And um, I just kept current on my studies. Um, You know, I make sure to um, stay current on fashion, on um, study historical, you know, costumes and the history of clothes, the fashion period, periods, you know, stuff like that. And um, so I just kind of worked my way up. And then, let's see. So once I did that, I ended up doing some day checking. Um, But before that, I worked on a feature film actually with Helen Mirren and uh, Minnie Driver. mm -hmm. So that was a great, great experience. Um, And I did that as a set costumer. And so mm-hmm. um, a wonderful costume designer named Chrissy Carbonitas gave me the opportunity to get all of my days on that film. So I ended nice. up getting into Local 705, which is the costumers union here in Los Angeles. And with mm-hmm. that being said, I started day checking on different um, shows here and there. Um, so people were really gracious and you know, they notice your talents and abilities and gifts. And um, a woman named Stephanie Colin, 
Um, she's been in the business forever, and um, I think her uncle was also a costumer. So she's been in the business a very long time, and she she noticed me and took me under under her wing, and she was also conducting costuming classes. So, I mean, she taught us everything from continuity to aging to dying to, um, I mean, you name it. She was just really amazing from budget to, I mean, across the board, which is um, some of the skills that a lot of a lot of people coming up don't get. So mm-hmm. I am very grateful to her for that. But um, she ended up landing a gig on a show that you might be familiar with, she was supervising, called Girlfriends. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I ended up Mm -hmm. coming on board, and I was blessed to be the key customer on that show. That was my very first real job in the business. Nice. Nice. Mm -hmm. Yep. So with that being said, that that went on for a season, and we had a costume designer, who was on the show, he did a lot of costume design for the Clintons, I believe, and he wasn't available a lot of the time, so he was traveling. And then, you know, as as you know, Girlfriends was based off of our reality as young black women, up-and-coming, professional, you know, business, mm-hmm. you know, inner city, blah, 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 blah. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, that was like second nature for me to do. And I ended up doing a lot of the work. And um, I took an interview with our UPM once he, once our second season came was coming up for renewal. And um, actually Mara Brock Akil, after I interviewed with uh, Dan Dugan, who was our UPM, um, I met with her and let her know she actually recognized, you know, where the effort was coming from. And um, mm-hmm. she gave me the opportunity to be department head, and that's how I ended up being costume designer on Girlfriend. Nice. So, wow. so you basically went, I mean, so probably from the time you got into the union and the time you started being a costume designer, was that, what, a matter of a year or so? Yeah, it was about... Um, Let's see. Yep, it was it was definite. It was I want to say anywhere from a year and a few months. It may have been just somewhere under two years, like something like like a year and a half, maybe something like that. So I was mm-hmm. very blessed. So I was a double card holder. Yeah. So let me ask you. Let me ask you. Yeah, because that's a separate union, correct? Absolutely. Yes. So costume yeah. design is so- local eight ninety two here. And um, then okay. 705 is, um, is costumers. Costumers. So let me ask mm-hmm. you this. So from the so after working on Girlfriends, did you ever go, and I don't want to make it sound like you were going backwards, but did you ever, um, you know, get another job where, even though you were a costume designer, did you ever get another job where you worked as like a, a key costumer again? Or have you always just been costume designer since that time? That's a very good question. Um, You know what? I never really landed a job as a costumer ever again. Um, People look at you in a certain way once you start, you know, reaching certain levels. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So, you know, I have some friends who are costume designers who, you know, and that is, you know, something that I'm happy that you guys are addressing because that is one of the obstacles that I've had to face in this business yeah. once you, yeah, once you reach a certain level. I'm sure you guys experience this too as, you know, beauty experts and, and department heads, you know, if if you don't land your own job, then I don't know if you guys experience the same thing, but it's, you know, you it definitely has to be a friend, you know, for somebody mm-hmm. to hire you as their second or third on a show. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think for, mm-hmm. I think for us, it's, it's, it's kind of like you just said, like it, mm-hmm. it's now, you know, once you become a department head, it's, it's cause for mm-hmm. me, it happened pretty early in my career too. You know, I day mm-hmm. played as mm-hmm. an additional on some shows mm-hmm. and then, you know, I was hired as a department head on a on a smaller, you know, independent. And from that point mm-hmm. on, you know, I've been department heading. But there are times when I may be somebody's key, or there are times mm-hmm. when you know I may day play a few days here, a few days there. Or if it's like a big job, let's just say, for instance, uh, underground. You know, they shot mm-hmm. that in Savannah, mm-hmm. and it was like it was a bunch of us, maybe eight of us. You know, people who had been keys, people who had who had been department heads. You know, and people mm-hmm. who were like maybe just getting into the union, we're all working together side by side in the background. I love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's a little different for us as makeup and hair people than it is mm-hmm. for a costume mm-hmm. designer because you know you're talking about about somebody whose name is in the opening credits. You know, mm. that's not people. I, to me, I feel like I feel like it would be a little harder for you because. You know, I guess somebody would look at you and say, well, why is she doing that? You know what I mean? That's like yeah. a step down from, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, work is mm-hmm, work, mm-hmm. and I get it. No. You know what I mean? So I can understand why they would think that way, but they really shouldn't. <laughs> um, you know they what? Really and, I mean, you have said so many, um, you know, so many things that are very valid. Um, and they probably ring true for the mainstream. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think us as melanated people, you know what I mean? Sometimes we don't yeah. share those same luxuries. So yes, that that yeah. So you understand what I'm saying? Yes. And and it and yep. it should be that way. We should um, be able to continue to. You know, um, let me see, how can I put it? We should be able to lay our own foundations and, and drive our own, you know, um, paths. And, but because our work is limited, it fluctuates, it's, it's seasonal, it's cyclical, you know what I mean? The, yes. So yeah. we don't have all of those luxuries. So I, I wish that we would be more in tune to that mm-hmm. as, as we support each other, as, as sisters, as, you know, people mm-hmm. of color, black people mm-hmm. specifically, you know, we're yeah. stronger together. Yeah. Absolutely. We need yes, to support absolutely. each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Can you, can you like briefly explain the, the different positions in a costume department? Because, you know, in the, hair, in the makeup department, it's, it's not too many of us. But in the mm, costume department, mm-hmm. there are so many different people who do different things 
I wish we were set up like this. But can you just briefly tell <laughs> the different <laughs> the different uh, positions in a costume department? Absolutely, that's a, another amazing question. Um, of course, it depends on the project and the budget. Um, and what people don't realize or recognize is that as a department head, once you get a vision and you get your, um, you know, documentation and you break down that script and you talk to production and you figure out what exactly needs to be done, you can set that department up, you know, negotiating with your line producer exactly however you need to do. And that's where my expertise comes in because I've been doing it so long. I know exactly what I need and how I need to get it done. So with that being said, of course, there's a costume designer who's a department head, and then there's a costume supervisor um, who is also uh, in the category as a department head as well. So um, my primary responsibility is strictly creative. So I'm responsible for the overall the department as it stands, and then um, as for the creative side of it for the overall look and and um, aesthetic of the show. Mm-hmm. So I work very closely with, as you know, the amazing hair and makeup department and um, production designer because, you know, it's a visual thing. So we all work closely together to create the overall um, production value and aesthetic of the show. Um, the supervisor, sometimes they are creative um, in in many aspects, so they would be responsible for the um, fundamental looks, things like um, things that are stationary, like certain uniforms, you know, that, that aren't up for discretionary review. Um, they're responsible for budget and overall um, logistics of the department, um, paperwork, running of the crew, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that would be the costume supervisor. After that, there would be the key costumer, and they are re- primarily responsible for supporting myself and the costume supervisor. Um, the key costumer also is responsible for making sure that every item that is supposed to be on set on time gets there. Once we set the look, every little piece needs to be there on time and set on the line and ready to go um, so that we make sure um, – not to hold up camera. Um, and then after that, we have two, um, we have set costumers who are responsible for continuity, making sure that all of the actors are, you know, comfortable and confident with, you know, their, their looks, um, communicating with production on set to make sure everything is flowing smoothly to, so they're like the, the um, lifeline between production, the set, and our costume department. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, um, and it can go on and on. You know, we have our background costumers who are responsible for the same thing, except not for principals, for background. Um, we have, and it can be a number of them, anywhere mm-hmm. from one to two to seven, depending on what, you know, what the load looks like for the day, what the cast looks like. We have a um, Sometimes in Atlanta, and I think it's kind of gaining momentum here in L.A., too, we have a costume coordinator who also is supportive 
um, of the department as far as logistics, paperwork, scheduling, fittings, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it's just a, yeah, we had a lot of stuff going on. So, um, uh, let's see. Yeah. And we, I mean, it just goes on and on. We typically, you know, get PAs that support us as well. Um, and I think that's about it. So I think the the thing to remember is sometimes there can be an assistant costume designer um, who actually supports, you know, the department and supports me and, um, you know, communicates with all of the different departments and production as well. So it really just depends. But it can be structured however it needs to be to get the job done, depending on how large or small the project is. And you're saying that, um, the, you know, once you know what you need, you can negotiate mm-hmm. with the UPM as to how many people you need on staff. Absolutely. Um, it, it's you. just, you know, it behooves production, um, and that's why they hire you because, you know, you're the expert and you're mm-hmm. coming in there to, um, you know, to get the job done and execute. So, mm-hmm. you know, I have a a very good reputation. I'm all about my business and, and getting it done. I know what it takes to get done. And I, you know, I just sit down and I'm very analytical and people, it's so funny because people just think it's a, Oh, I'm going shopping and you know, I'm right. going to put these clothes on everybody. You know, we have a, um, we have a tailor shop all the time, um, which is a whole situation um, in itself where, and that's, I think that's my specialty as well. And that's why the shows look so good is because I make sure that even though we're shopping, but we still have the ability to manufacture things and, and alter and tailor um, merchandise and and clothing to fit our, our actors perfectly. And as you know, we work together on step up, you know, there's a lot of dancing going on. And Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of consideration needs to go into those costumes because they have a lot of functionality that's involved and they need to be durable, um, you know, and flexible. And um, so all of that is very important. And I think like, well, that's what a lot of people don't know as well is that tailor shop and that head tailor is a very, it's almost like a department in itself. And Mm -hmm. it, it saves my life many, many, many times. Wow. Take us through. mm -hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, so with that being said, you know, once we're we're setting the look and, um, you know, depending on what the project is and what the focal point is, you know, we work very closely with your department in Mm -hmm. coming up with the concept, you know what I mean? Um, Because we've done quite a few things. on the show that we we work on together. Hopefully, we'll hear some news that we're coming back soon. Yeah, but, um, that's a very creative <laughs> show. Right, that's right. A very the show. <laughs> yeah, we have fun doing that, and it's, um, we're under the gun, and it's a lot of work. But I really enjoy working with you, ladies, and you do some amazing work. Um, and we thank have you, thank it's you. A, we just a really. Yeah, it's a big collaborative effort. You know, I, I want to bring that into, you know, the conversation um, because yes. you guys inspire me as well. You know what I mean? Once I once we talk and we get the, you know, just the, the ideas and the direction 
and then we just kind of fly, you know, once we get our, our tears and our concepts together, and then it's just yeah. really a, a collaborative effort. And, you know, well, you, know you just said something that you just – oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm just going to say you just said something there when you said once we talk because thinking about it, you know, a lot of times you read the script, and sometimes from the script you really don't have a sense of the direction that the director wants to go in. And then it's like once you talk because to the director and then once – they aren't even sure half the time. <laughs> they're not even sure, and that's the mm-hmm. thing. That's what's important to get mm-hmm. out there is that sometimes they're not even sure – so it's like once mm-hmm. all teams get together, talk about yep. it, work on it, come up with ideas, and that is so important that you, you that you you really function as a team. You know what I mean, and not Absolutely. separate departments, but truly function as a team, so that we all put our minds together and all come up with something creative and brilliant. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. going to be wonderful mm-hmm. on camera. Yep. Absolutely. I was going to also say that it was on Step Up, it was really great to have um, uh, Jamaica, who was the the lead choreographer. She had Mm -hmm. so many creative ideas about the look, not just the the dance moves, but also the look as well, which I really enjoyed. You know, like some people may have been like, well, you know, that's my department. I can come up with – I really enjoyed that, you know, because she's worked with so many artists. She's done, you know, so many videos. She's, you know, she, her years of experience um, was definitely greatly appreciated. So I really enjoyed um, her having some idea about because, like you said, a lot of times the, the directors didn't even know what they wanted to see. So when she came in with some ideas and some thoughts, it just kind of really made made the whole process a whole lot better Um and and fun as well, but it's it's definitely a, definitely a collaborative effort. Um, and if people think they're going to go on these shows and head up their department and not communicate with the other um, with other departments, they have got to be kidding. You know? Well, they're just um, missing out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and Jamaica is very much a visionary, and um, you know, like you said, she's got a long history in this business, and she's just she's open to yeah. all of the departments as, as we all are. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's just really a joy to work with. She's just talented and um, humble. And um, I think, you know, it's just a pleasure to work with her and you guys. It's, we really had an amazing thing going on. So I'm excited to get started yeah. again. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um Tell us a little bit about, okay, I know you talked a little bit about your, about the challenges, um, but has there been any other challenges that you, that we didn't, uh, that you didn't mention other thing, other times that you may have been at work and <laughs> you're just like, okay, <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I think that probably happened early on. But I think after so long in the business, you know, I think I'm finally getting to the point where I can look at a situation mm-hmm. and say, <laughs> no, thank you. Right. And and I, I'm very blessed to be able to do that, and I'm going to be okay. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm always going to maintain the in, my integrity 
the integrity of my department and again the in- integrity of the production if, if i don't if i don't see the support or the respect then i'm going to i'm going to go ahead and um decline so yeah, yeah. yeah. so that that's I'm where i'm at this, at this time in my life <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, because this life is too short, and um, I'm just happy, and I I just want to do I just want to do good work, and mm-hmm. so you know I'll leave that to, you know whoever else needs to, you know get get their um get their stripes, but I've earned yeah. too many of them, so I'm good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I'm so glad to hear you say that because. And that's how my sister and I feel as well. And we're not, you know, we're we're, we're doing this because we love this. But mm-hmm. like you said, the respect's not there. Um, you know, there's a lot of factors that, you know, you consider when you're considering these jobs. And, and even sometimes you, you get hired on the job and you're working the job and then you see some things that are just not right. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes you have to be willing to say, you know, no, I'm not going to put up with this, and however you handle it is however you handle it, whether you speak to somebody about it or whether you decide to Absolutely. leave, whatever the situation is, but you have to be willing to speak up or stand up. And yep. you have to be willing to say bye-bye if necessary. You know, yes. there's a whole lot of people who are running around chasing these jobs um, and putting up with disrespect. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or undercutting, knowing undercutting. you can't get it done for that. Amount exactly. getting, getting fired off of a job, <laughs> right? You know, and then I—it's so funny because I've um, gotten a call for a couple of jobs, did the interview, um, or whatever the case is, or you know maybe gotten considered but didn't get the call, and then later on after you know during mid season I get a call, can you come mm-hmm. in or whatever? Oh, okay, now you want to talk to me? You mm-hmm. know, it's just mm-hmm. like. Mm, no, no, I'm busy now, you know, <laughs> so mm-hmm, that's happened yeah. quite a few times over the, over the past few years, so. Mm-hmm. Now, tell us, what's the, what's the difference with costume designing for a project, film or television, and being a personal costumer for someone? Mm-hmm. A personal costumer, if you're on a set, they are really just putting the clothes on the individual. But the costume designer, again, is responsible for the overall aesthetic of, you know, the whole look. So I mean for, mm-hmm. I just mean for, like, being a personal costumer for one person. Like, like you know, like if I was so like somebody. So do you mean a stylist? Could, I'm sorry. I said the wrong word. Like if you're just somebody's personal stylist versus, okay. yeah. Yes. So a stylist is pretty much, um, and I've, I do both jobs as well. So the costume designer pretty much is we're creating looks that can be fantasy, period, um, futuristic, et cetera, et cetera. And you have requirements that are attached to a script. You have a story to mm-hmm. tell. So for a stylist, it's pretty much contemporary and an event, red carpet, party, 
You know what I mean? It's not as many mm-hmm. logistics attached to it. Again, as a costume designer, you have to consider things such as aging, such as stunts, you know, such such mm-hmm. as so many other particulars that are involved to tell the story. You have to consider, um, you know, time period. You have to consider um, the production design. Um, you have to consider certain medium and camera angles. You have to consider the other characters that are involved as well. So it's a completely different animal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can imagine. So I want to commend you ladies with this podcast that you're doing. This is really something special that you're doing outside of, you know, your amazing career. So So in digital world, so it's very current. And um, I'm going to, yeah, I'm excited to be on your show. I'm excited. Thank you. And we've been doing this for (laughs) 10 years now. What? See, you guys are like trendsetters. I didn't even know. I'm yes. impressed. <laughs> but I know you guys were special anyway, but this is just like the cherry on top. So kudos oh. to you. Thank you so thank much. You, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Now, is there a dream job that you have that, you know, one job that okay, you would Okay, first of all, you've got, you've, got to stop, you've got to stop asking these twin questions. Because just when you just when you were, were we were both about to ask the same question and you interrupted <laughs> me and and I let you speak and you asked the question about the different positions in the department I was going to ask that question and I had another question on my mind <laughs> well you was, guys can't help it. you know you guys are on the same dream like, job? you know <laughs> my dream job oh my god <laughs> you guys you know you can't help it you know you guys go through this all the time. <laughs> So it's so funny because my niece just had twins. They're fraternal, though, a boy and a girl. They're one month old today. And just observing them growing up, like, just in the little amount of time that I've been watching them, how they're so connected and stuff, like, Mm -hmm. I'm in awe, like, just how they, like, really function together. Like, it's not a myth. Like, that's the whole thing. So now I understand you guys a little better. (laughs) So, yeah, so I know that's why you guys are, you know, on the same same wavelength, you know what I mean? So telekinetically, you guys are, like, I even hear that, like, twins, even if they're separated at birth, like, they still feel things. They can be across the globe, but they can still feel things with each other. Do you think that's mm-hmm. true? I think, I think it, it could be for some twins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I saw a, a little documentary of these twins, these Asian girls, and one mm-hmm. lived in California, and one lived, I think, in London or something. I don't know how they found oh, each other. Oh, yes, I remember that. But mm-hmm. it, was mm-hmm. so, it was so amazing. Wow. <laughs> and I'm not normally, I'm not normally into that, those twin type things, but that mm-hmm. one, I was so mm-hmm. that. It was amazing. I think there's mm-hmm. a, a lot of validity to that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So my dream job. Well, I think my dream job, I don't know exactly what it is, but I would get to fulfill all of my amazing, you know, fantasies and capabilities. I would have unlimited budgets. 
I have, you know, an amazing cast. I've had every crew member that I thought I wanted. I have my own personal driver. It would be a period fantasy. Um, You know what I mean? I get to work um, out of the country. You know what I mean? I don't, and then come back to LA and then, you know what I mean? Go to Africa. I don't know. Just something Mm -hmm. amazing. And I know it's coming and I believe it. Yeah. I was going to ask you, would it be period? (laughs) I know, right? We need to do that. Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was going to ask you if it would be a, if it would be a period um, show. And why do you think you, you would want it to be period instead of present day? You know what? I think because you get to get a little more creative and I'm not saying that it has to be period yeah. specific, like, but I just yeah. wanted to have all of the different elements and levels of creativity. So you can just dream and get creative. Like I would love to have an yeah. illustrator on my crew, you know what I mean? Where you can just come up with different concepts wow. and just execute and and just, you know, get an amazing, you know, two-month prep or something like that. I know that's yes. a bit much. But anyway, you know, like a really amazing no, no, prep. No, not really. <laughs> one day, one day it's coming, you know what I mean? But just yep. really sit down and conceptualize some things and really get the budget and the energy and the and – the, um, just the whole situation to come together where you can really get elaborate and and do some amazing things. So mm-hmm. that's our is that you guys goal too? Like let's do that. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna put that you, out in that driver that driver part. If you can, if you get called for the job first, let them know that you know some makeup artists. Oh, I already know and you guys do the same. Okay. We'll do. We need to recommend each other. That's what's going down. That's right. Yes, ma'am. Now you, been, so. now you mentioned um, two months prep. So let me ask you about that because I know you guys, your department, gets a little more time for prep than we do. Like for us, you know, mm-hmm. we may only get a day or two where we're actually paid to prep. And then most of mm. that is just like moving, setting up the trailer, you know, production mm. meetings things like that. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I've only been on a show, I think I've only been on a show one time, Stomp the Yard, where we were actually, mm-hmm. uh, prep. we actually got to have, they actually gave us an office space in the production Ooh. office for hair and makeup. Yes. It should be like <laughs> telephone. that. telephone. It should be like that. <laughs> it should be like that. It should yep, be we like both, that We because, all have phones. Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 You're going like to say I'm sorry, I need to interrupt you. Well, it no, could be okay. like that because it's just really a beautiful thing, and we feed off of each other. You know what I mean? So yes. when we're in there, yep. and the, the crazy thing is we end up like I would love to call, you know, the makeup department and hair department ahead of time and collaborate. Like it's all about a vibe. It's all about sitting down with each other and, and having the chemistry and being able to right. let those creative juices flow. So, you know, that that's really what it's all right. about. Like, so it would be great even if, you know, even if you guys came on board for just a week, like just a week a or week, two yeah. weeks, you know, once we get, yeah. once we get everything down, because that's what's, what makes the magic happen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. 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 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, because what happens with us part. is we get, you know, we get we get calls and we get emails like all week leading up to our couple of days. Yeah, of prep. and it's not we get all these calls and emails, mm-hmm. and you're you know mm-hmm. you're trying to live your life and, and still do a little prep, but mm-hmm. you know they're constantly calling you with questions and everything, mm-hmm. and so it's like, mm-hmm. well, wait a minute, I'm not even getting paid for this. You you're know, not what getting mean? paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. but you got to do it because you're passionate about it. You know, you're passionate Absolutely. about it. You love it, so you're gonna do it. Absolutely. But you know, that's and that's what the, part the, um, of the job. productions are banking on. You know what I mean? And yes, it's that's a part of our job, on. but we love it. Let's just be honest, ladies. Yep. We love what we do, um, and it's an amazing job to have. And um, we just wish it were were um, appreciated a little more. Or the check matched the Absolutely. effort. That would be that would be great. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so anyway. Absolutely. So mm-hmm. how amazing was it to see Ruth Carter win her Oscar? What? Oh my gosh. Well, I definitely know Ruth, and it is well deserved of that woman. It's about time she got her just due, and I'm very happy mm-hmm. for her. Because it's a long time coming, so that was an exceptional moment for all of us. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been doing great things for a long, long mm-hmm. time. Mhm. Yeah. So, so I'm very happy for her, and I know there's more to come because what is she doing now? Coming to America? That's about to be enough. She's going to get nominated again. And again yeah. and again, because she, she's that good. So just mm. get ready, because she'll be up for another one very soon. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's because those, she's those, doing Coming you know, to America. And then I think she's going to do Black Panther 2. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So. Yeah. Now, those are types of shows that you definitely have to have a couple of months of prep. Oh yeah, definitely so. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Wow. Yes, if, if you weren't if you weren't working as a costume designer, what would you be doing? That's a good question. I have two answers for you. <laughs> Number one would be I'd probably be an attorney, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Fighting crime, advocating for you know, I'd be a defense attorney, mm-hmm. um, or a kept woman. That's my other dream job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on that now. So when I retire from this, that's going to be my third career. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be a kept woman. I want to travel and do some philanthropy, and you know, that's what I'm trying to do in my life. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I, 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 that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am not mm-hmm. mad at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to do with myself. <laughs> hey, that sounds good to anyway. And last question. What's yes, your me. definition of you? My definition of beauty is anything that 
is natural and is accentuated or enhanced, I would say. I Like, I'm not, like, when you, like, I have to say, when you guys do your makeup, like, you bring out the natural beauty in everyone you touch. Like, it's no, mm-hmm. like, it's just accentuated um, and highlighted, and you just bring out the natural beauty. And I, that's what I believe. I practice that same aesthetic in, mm-hmm. when, I, when I'm dressing people. And so mm-hmm. that that's my definition of beauty. I don't like, like, you know, completely, you know, there's a time and a place to completely change the whole look or aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But I think like the just being able to bring up and enhance someone's natural beauty and features, yeah. like that's an amazing talent to me. So that's, that's what's considered beauty to me. Love it. Love it, mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Amazing. So did I, you beauty experts, did, does that make sense? Is that kind of oh, yeah. on point? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I started thinking, I started thinking about different um, television shows that I've watched where, you know, you see an actress and you're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, I didn't even that? realize that was her. <laughs> Mhm. Exactly. You yep. know. Mhm. But some of that stuff Very is true. so unnecessary. It's a lot. Yep. Because what I think people fail to realize in this business, whether you're in the costume department, hair, makeup, whatever, we're creating mm-hmm. characters. You know. So yes. if, if if this is a stay-at-home mom, then you know, I wouldn't expect to see her in, you know a pantsuit and heels walking around the house with the face right. full of makeup with a lot of highlighting and contouring and, you know, exactly. curls for days. You wouldn't expect that for a stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom. A stay-at-home mom doesn't have that kind of time. You know what I mean? So yep. it's like we kind of yep. have to think about what it is that we're doing, and so we have to be mindful that we're creating characters here. Yep, and that's the fun part, too, you know, just yeah. working with that with that script and bringing the – reality that is relatable to, you know, people who are at home watching. It's so important. Right. right. You know. Cool. And I know I gave you I know I gave you the last question, but what would be your advice uh to, you know, those who are up and coming and would like to, you know, work on film and television projects in the costume department, what would be your advice as to how to start off? That's a good question. Let's see. I would say probably the best thing to do is study, depending on what you would like your focus to be on, but it's always good to have a foundation of the history of fashion and costume design. So any any historical research that you can do, I think that's important. Um, lots of networking. I know that social media is a is a big deal right now. So, um, you know, keep your social media profile current um, and just get your foundation and your networking. Make sure you make that a strong effort. 
Nice. Yeah, net, networking and just to have your foundation in, um, you know, fashion and costume and, um, yeah, I think that's about it, if that makes sense. Yep. Nice. Well, thank you, Stacey. We really appreciate you uh, joining us tonight. I learned a lot about your department, more than I knew. Really? Thank you for having me. So we have to, mm-hmm. we definitely have to sit down and chat more often. We're overdue for lunch yes. or brunch or something. I think yes. I'll be back at Atlanta in about three weeks, I want to say. So as soon as I touch down, okay, I will be looking you ladies up. All right, hit us up. Please do. Yes, hit definitely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. You're welcome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Give Yvette a big hug for us when you see her. Oh, I will. Definitely. I will let her know. All right. All right, ladies. Thank you so right. much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. Have a good night. All right. I'm going roller skating right you now. Too. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. You guys bye-bye. take care. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Thank you guys uh, so much for tuning in. Um, thanks to uh, Stacey Beverly one more time for joining us tonight and for sharing a little of her expertise with us. <clears throat> I really enjoy working with Stacey on Step Up. And just like Stacey said, hopefully we'll be hearing some news um, soon as to, you know, if the show's coming back, when it's coming back and all that. Um, so if not on Step Up, hopefully we get to work with Stacy uh, real soon. But in the meantime, we want to thank you guys for always tuning in, um, always joining us each and every Sunday night. Thank you so much. Um, <clears throat> we really appreciate it. Again, thanks to our listeners all over the world. Thank you so much for um, tuning in each and every Sunday night. Again, we truly, truly appreciate it. Um, We did the beauty news already, so I don't think there's anything else. Do you have anything else you need to to share? No, I don't have much of anything else, but just to let you guys know, you can follow us on uh, social media, on Facebook, we're Beauty Talk Online Radio. On um, Instagram, we are beauty talk underscore, uh, I'm sorry, we're beauty underscore talk underscore media. And on Twitter, we are beauty underscore talk. And then you can follow Janice and I both individually uh, just by our names on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I am at Denise Tunnell, that's D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L. And Janice is Janice Tunnell at J-A-N-I-C-E. T-U-N-N-E-L-L. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Have a wonderful evening and have a beautiful and blessed week. Good night, everybody. Good night. Beauty Talk. 
how would you like to become friends with benefits? I'm sure that got your attention. I'm talking about friendsbeauty.com, now offering a benefits discount program to all of our friends. That's right. Professionals that qualify can save up to 40% and non-professional consumers up to 10% just for setting up a free account online. At Friends Beauty, we offer a huge range of products, including beauty makeup, special FX and theatrical makeup, skin care, wigs and extensions, styling tools, and more with thousands of brands at the best prices. We've been in business since 1940 and pride ourselves on ensuring our friends have the best shopping experience ever. Sign up for our Friends Discount Program and shop with us today at Friends, that's F-R-E-N-D-S, no I, beauty.com, friendsbeauty.com. We also offer studio services for production orders at 818 691 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today. Beauty Talk Radio, hosted by your favorite twin celebrity makeup artist, Janice and Denise Tunnell, is celebrating 10 years, and we simply want to say thank you to all of our guests, our sponsors, and supporters who have taken the journey with us. Because of your support, we've been able to bring you conversations, beauty, and skincare tips from the Beauty Talk Radio, hosted by your favorite twin celebrity makeup artist, Janice and Denise Tunnell, is celebrating 10 years, and we simply want to say thank you to all of our guests, our sponsors, and supporters who have taken the journey with us. Because of your support, we've been able to bring you conversations, beauty and skincare tips from the industry's finest, and so many more. Sam Fine, Australian makeup artist Ray Morris, James Vincent, V. Neal, Nigeria's own Lola Maja, Kevin James Bennett, Rocky Cosetti, Marietta Carter Narcisse, Tim Bucharin, Mickey Taylor, formerly of Essence Magazine, AJ Crimson, Michael DeVellis, Suzanne Patterson, Larry Sims, Denisa Myricks, Melissa Street, Michael Key of Makeup Artist Magazine, Camille Friend, Rochard, Naja Riquette, Bernadette Thompson, and so many more. We're celebrating 10 years, and we're so excited about what's to come for Beauty Talk Radio. Millions listen live and via iTunes downloads from around the world. So we have to say thank you to our listeners in the U.S., of course, the U.K., Australia, Ghana, Russia, South Africa, Uganda. Brazil, South Korea, Ireland, Canada, Sweden, the Bahamas, and so many other parts of the world. Are you following us on social media? We're on Instagram at beauty underscore talk underscore media. We're also on Twitter at beauty underscore talk. And we can't forget about Facebook, beauty talk online. We're celebrating 10 years. We're excited about where we're going and we know you are too. 